time to gather stones. Being gathered in today's terminology hardly refers to anything constructive. Its meaning, I'm sure, is contrary to what Sir Solomon may have intended. In fact, according to the Urban Dictionary, you are gathered when a person tries to come for you or question you and your authority, and you retaliate with pure, indiscriminate injustice. This often makes the victim embarrassed, ashamed, or belittled. Now imagine that. Someone collects all the most inconceivable bits and pieces about you and then hurls them at you like little missiles all to break you down. Picture David slinging that stone at Goliath's head, but him surviving to hear his fellow soldiers cheering at how a mere boy defeats a big old hefty giant. I highly doubt Solomon urged us to gather stones to hurt folks, But however you are led to interpret what Solomon means, one might agree that this act is intended to cultivate, grow, build, or protect. I imagine it like a contractor placing an order to a supply company requesting all he needs to erect a sound structure. I picture the construction team coming together, each man skillfully placing one block atop the other to meet a common goal. But as Miles Monroe said, When the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is undoubtedly inevitable. As with most things, we have to give function to things, and the rocks you are gathering are no different. Lately, I've noticed that as a society, it's as if we are stuck in a perpetual day of opposites. But hey, Isaiah told us this would happen. He warned, What sorrow for those who say that evil is good, and good is evil, that dark is light, and light is dark, that bitter is sweet, and sweet is bitter. As I studied this topic, it became apparent that you can't, or perhaps shouldn't, gather stones before you had scattered them. Each action is equally vital to the building process as a whole. Namely, scattering stones is demolishing an old structure, and gathering stones is preparing to construct a new one. Think about it. The seal must first be broken of anything when trying to get its contents out. When I had already scattered my stones, which was unveiling the not-so-pretty sides of me, it was time to gather what was usable to rebuild a better me. First things had to be first. I had to consult a skilled and proficient architect, one who would know where to put what, and how to repurpose those traits I thought unworkable. This immediately cancelled out people. And like a lot of homeowners, though, I wanted what I wanted and how I wanted it. It doesn't work that way with the chief architect. You have to give him full autonomy over the project. Why? Because there are moments when the professional can best guide you on using all the parts for maximum efficiency. I was immediately reminded of how God instructed Noah to build the ark. The specificity was bar none. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar, inside and out. Then construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make the boat 450 feet long, 75 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, 
lower, middle, and upper. Seriously, God thought of everything, as if he planned for every possible scenario. He accounted for what type of material was best to withstand water of vast amounts and the length of time that the ark was to be in that water. God, in all his omniscience, considered what was best for humanity and the animal kingdom to coexist in an enclosed environment for an extended period. God took into account everything that concerned Noah, and as a result, it was not only for his well-being, but also for those attached to him to be safe and saved. It's no different when it comes to your life. But from our limited purview, we want to hold on to the things he wants to upgrade. Yes, the cabinets can be reused, but he now wants to give you custom-made. Take a look at your life. Can what you're building with your scattered stones keep anyone safe? For instance, I've heard that feeling secure in a marriage is huge. So ladies, whether you are married or not, can a husband find any refuge outside of God in you? Or are you more concerned with hardwood floors and the perfect granite that you've blown through the budget? Focusing on the aesthetics and not the foundation, never considering that insulating the house is far more critical than scoring the best stainless steel appliances. Spending time and energy on the wrong things is the quickest way to stall a project. Can a friend come to you with their issues and they remain confidential, you know, hidden from public view? Can you cover someone's indiscretions without feeling the need to be the first to expose them? Better still, do you have anything to offer if you encounter someone who needs shelter? Hashtag godly wisdom. Can you be anybody's earthly shelter in their time of storm? I know I could not do any of this for a long time. I used to wonder why co-workers would go to any and everyone but me. I mean, I knew Christians whose besties were unsaved. But as for me and my house, we were not giving safety vibes. My language was hardly ever one of wisdom because I was too busy being condescending and judgy. Save for the people seeing me on my church's Facebook live stream on Sunday my life perhaps was not giving, save, sanctified, Holy Ghost-filled, water-baptized, and running from my life. Why would they come to me? While I'm at it, I might as well admit that in relationships, my mouth caused me not to be a safe space either. Solitude has really forced me to think about my words. It caused me to scatter those stones and then gather them by the leading of the Holy Spirit with the kind of clarity and precision he wants for me to thrive in my purpose. The phase of scattering stones and then gathering them is not pretty, and it is uncomfortable. You'll get some bruises along the way, but nothing beats that feeling of knowing you've done the work. Even God stepped back and said, yes, this is good. And no, I'm not saying that this is the be-all and end-all of the process. Once a house is built, it then needs maintenance. But that's another story for another day.